There are horrors beyond life's edge that we do not suspect. And once in a while, man's evil prying calls them just within our range. You're listening to Cthulhu and Friends, a real play pulp Cthulhu role playing experience. Starring. Nika. That's so exciting. I've never been that close to Jesus. Fred. I ain't no doctor, but I definitely don't look good. Mike. I still haven't even got paid, which is probably not going to even happen now. Steph. All right, well, never you fear, sugar. I am on the case. And your game master, Veronica. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Cthulhu and Friends. I am your game master, Veronica, and my pronouns are she, they. What's up, everyone? It's Fred, and I play JJ, and our pronouns are he, him. Hey, hey, everyone. It's Mike Lane here, and I am playing Grant Langston. My pronouns are he, him. Hey, it's me, Nika. I am playing Lilith, and our pronouns are she, her. Hey, I'm Steph. I'm playing Gladys Cooper, and our pronouns are she, her. Okay, great. Good to see. Good to hear it. Good to see it, guys. It's been fucking six weeks, I think, so since we played a game. Long time. And the world has gone to shit. We uh, were talking about this mm. as uh, as we were getting ready to stream. You know, the last time we took an extended break, a pandemic broke oh, out. Shit. Okay. Yeah. So. Sorry. Just gotta say, we got we gotta meet every week. Yeah. Otherwise, the world might fall apart. It's I, up to us. Yeah. It's a hard job. Somebody's <laughs> gotta do it. <laughs> so does anyone remember what happened in the last episode? Did everyone listen? No? Okay, yeah. I'll tell you. Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. So I have to say, when I was editing this episode, I was like Sure did spend a lot of time with Gladys. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I was thinking. Uh, but yeah, so Gladys uh, loses her baby, gets drugged, and is essentially taken back into a back room to um, to settle herself. Yes. Um, and let's see. JJ gets the fuck out uh, with Rudy, who suddenly and mysteriously shows up, and they're going to the dump together. Mm. Um, Nika, no, not Nika, Lilith and Grant, y'all are still together, and you're wanting to know where Antonio went? Is that correct? Yes. Or, or I guess Grant caught up Lilith on the fact that Antonio thinks that he's going to die. He thinks he's some kind of a werewolf of some mm. sorts. I said um, demon, but yeah. Demon. Okay. And um, the message or the message, the episode ends with Adrian, the hospital president, CEO or whatever, uh, calling down the hall to Grant saying, Hey, that's my suit, right? Uh. That happens. Aha! <laughs> so, yeah, I think I covered all of the the high level shit that happened. You know what's funny is like at that time when we recorded that, you're like, "What are you gonna do?" And I was like, "I know exactly what I'm gonna yeah. do," <laughs> and I don't know what that was. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd remember. 
I know the I line I was going to use, but that's about it. Well, maybe when you say the line, it will it will come back to you. I don't know. Yeah. So funny story. Like, so my first recording room, I had a, son, a second son. So I moved downstairs into a spare room we had, and then my father-in-law came back from Columbia. So then I moved, we actually had to create a room in the garage and, and framed it all up and oh, put wow. some audio foam up. So now I have like my own private recording space, which is fantastic, but it's like not done yet. So next week, suit and cigarette, don't you worry. <laughs> unless unless JJ dies tonight. I mean, we, we don't know what's going to happen. Well, he's going off to the dumps by himself. Well, I guess well, he's with I've got Rudy with me. Don't worry. I mean, yeah. Rudy's my man. He's got tamales. Did you guys know that Rudy's last name is Exposition and not Yelp as currently, you know, thought? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> His last name is, in fact, Yelp. Leave a review. Uh, okay. I'm trying to see what, what the state of... Uh, commercial or maybe even like a okay someone in the chat tell me were people flying about in 1936 i don't know anything about aviation i don't think so could you catch a flight from say new york to mexico city let me know um probably not going to be pertinent for a little bit we lost nika nika left that's all right wow She's going to Google it and find out and come right oh, back and let us yeah, know. Yeah, she's going to Google it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't think commercial aviation was really a thing until after World War II. Oh. But probably, like, private. But, I don't know. know. Yeah, what about No, private? I don't think it was... I don't think it was really a thing. Well, I guess, like, if you think about the World War II, like, planes and jets that were available... Probably not, right? Nothing. Well, I'm pretty sure they chartered private planes. So, you know, JJ's dad's an oil conglomerate. Like, you know, it's (laughs) he probably had a little, you know, yeah, dust hopper or lake skimmer. I'm just making up words and putting them together. (laughs) Oh, all right. Well, apparently. Commercial Airlines started at January 1st, 1914. There you go. Oh, yes. All right. Thank you, chat. You have fucking saved my unprepared bacon tonight. I really appreciate it. Nika can come back Uh, now. (laughs) (laughs) You're not really unprepared because we haven't even gone into, like, what's happening yet. Wowee. Okay. Um, So now you know. (laughs) Could be a plane coming in soon. Google said 1914 for private. Like, who is this fucking piece of shit getting on a plane in 1914 acting like he's better than everyone else? Hey, hey, don't talk about my dad like that, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, Nika. It's so great to have you. Um, You know what else? It's great to have amazing patrons like these people. Holy shit, is that a bird? (laughs) No. That's Nighthawk. Nighthawk and the crows. What's up, buddy? I sure did miss you. Do me a favor. Play a little something while I grab my list of patrons.
Wow. That was a pretty sweet cowboy-esque intro. Uh, very good job. You guys are really showing your range now. Uh, I have to say in one word what that was. Amazing. But you know what? Not as amazing as these patrons. Jenna Floyd, Donald Severns, Gregory Moore, Kirian, Lazy Tortoise, Stephen Burnett, Amber Schmidt, Headface, Johnny Scott, Mick McRick, Matthew Simone, Michael Urban, Jonathan Kant, Craig Hart, Melissa S. Campbell Richardson, Ben Apperson, Dan Wheeler, Brad Brockway, Matthew Morris, Mike Weber, nope, Mike Weber, Kyle Sherman, Armiao, Michael Yun, Commode, Alamode, John Schaefer, Aaron Still, Louis Fry, Vlad, and Raul Rodriguez. Well, that's all for now, cow folks. Nighthawk, why don't you and your buds take us back to the show and uh, put a little grit in it, okay? That was my first good segue. That was real good. That, that was, was a good really one. good one. And now yeah. we get Nailed to roll for luck. Yes. No, oh. um, actually, what? it is an odd episode, so there is no luck roll. <laughs> wow. Oh, no. I wish we would have thought of that before we recorded another episode. <laughs> Man, she's coming for us. It's a I good know. thing I've got. She's had six weeks to plan our demise. Oh she's God. coming for us. <laughs> I think so she already nervous. had the plan. Yeah, she's got all these she notebooks. And... <laughs> uh, in the time I've taken a road trip where I had like uh, twenty-eight combined hours to be thinking about all the horrible things that could go wrong. Oh. So, fun times. Oh boy. I don't know with with uh, JJ going off alone. He's my he's the person I think is least likely to continue to fourteen. Whoa, whoa, yeah. Yeah. whoa! Uh, you know, look, I, I'll get you paid. All right, don't worry, the paycheck's yeah. coming. <laughs> Man, how quickly we turn on each other. Same team, Grant. Same team. Well, it's same team until someone loses sanity. Yeah. Yeah, and then fair. everyone looks like lunch. <laughs> yeah. Right. E- everyone's a target. Not, what is it that we say? Nothing is sacred. Nothing is safe. Mm. Um, Death by Kitten asks, on a scale of one to... <gasps> where are we? <laughs> um, I will say that a lot of my time uh, thinking about this episode was fucking shit. You fucking JJ split the party. God damn it. Uh, now I got to figure out how to get these people back together. <laughs> so um, expect a, just a, a wee bit of uh, railroading at the at the beginning and uh, we'll see where we get. I've also got a potential time skip in my mind. Uh, should we get there as well? So um, I've got several little tendrils of places that we can go tonight. Mm. Uh, but yeah, so... Thanks so much to the chat for coming out. And um, does anybody have any questions, comments, or crippling fears before we begin? No. Hearing none. 
Well, we got lots of crippling fears. We just don't want to yeah. discuss them. So that they don't become true. Or used against us. Exactly. It would really suck to survive this episode. Am I right? Uh, that's such a big fear of mine. No, I don't. No, I'm not saying that. I'm afraid of burning. I'm afraid of drowning. I'm afraid of I am afraid of cupcakes. <laughs> and vanilla cookies. Oh gosh, I did give Gladys a fear of drowning. Say That's more funny. on this. <laughs> I, I am afraid of dust storms and tight spaces, according to my character sheet. So, Ooh. oh, why are we telling her all of our fears? <laughs> I'm just writing these things down. I'm not saying. What anything. about a dust storm of cupcakes? <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> That's a different game. Dust in my cupcake. Ugh. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I mean, I'd still eat it. I'm just kidding. Maybe. It How depends much on dust? the dust. Yeah. It sounds like yeah. that time I went to Burning Man. I was kind of, <laughs> I was thinking about it like if the if center part was like a chunk of dust, a clump of it. Oh. Um, that's no. gross. But like, yeah, if I was a, like that's Burning a Man and some dust got on my cupcake, I'd be like, oh, and then I like <laughs> spittle on it and then I'd eat it. Oh, there's dust on everything at Burning Man. You you have to eat it. It's just a fact of life. Have you been? Fred, how many times have you been to Burning Man? <laughs> just once. What? Just you once. will? Yeah. That's so Me and my cool. brother went. Oh, yeah, my God. It was, it was did you wear assless chaps? I did. Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't oh, tell me that. I'll believe you. Fred? No, I wore like... <laughs> I don't know cargo pants or something. I don't know what I wore. Solid. But I, in I two thousand, I will say though, it, it was uh, a very interesting experience. Like we did not bring like enough food and like things to survive on, but it was all a barter system. So we had a ton of beer and like oh. and uh, other things. Yeah, that you know. And so I we mean, were trading. Fred and Ivana didn't win the God of Tits and White. <laughs> both for nothing <laughs> but yeah no it, it was a great experience like people like invite you into their like little compound where they set up their cars and tents and stuff where you like people were just cooking hot dogs on like the main area and like you i would just be like hey i got beer like you want to trade and, and basically that's what you would do uh, wow. because there was no like economy there it, it, you could buy ice technically and i think like water but that was like it. And wow. then you kind of had to like fend for yourself. But it was a really cool experience. That sounds cool. And it's just like further proof that of the five of us, Fred is probably the coolest. He really is. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. I, oh, my God. Like yeah. a family man with two kids. That's like, cool, Fred. God damn it. Too much. <laughs> I've never lived outside of Missouri. Well, come to Ohio because I really we want to. That shocked you. me. <laughs> She's gone to Ohio a few times. That shocked sure. me there. Oh man. Okay. Where were we going with this? I don't remember. Episode thirteen. Uh, start out with crippling Lilith, fears. Crippling she's got fears. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. That's right. Wait, no, we get to do something else for uh, for odd episodes, right? Hit points, yes. but no one has. Yeah, it hasn't been time uh, to recover hit points. But Steph, I, she got smashed. I got smushed in the. Well, not Steph, but yeah. Gladys. Well, yeah, <laughs> I'm thankfully not Steph. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I'm resting right now. 
Hey guys, uh, if you have not already, get your tickets to GeeklyCon. It is yes. a great time yeah. to hang out with um, people from the chat, the people that you know online and that you would like to know in person. It's also a great time to get to uh, play games and all sorts of fun stuff. So, okay, we're ready. Steady. Go. Grant. Oh, damn. All right. You hear this uh, shout down the hall of, Hey, that's my suit. You turn around, I'm assuming, or you can run. I would turn around. I don't know. You're full of surprises. Excuse me, sir. And this tall woman starts walking toward you. I wouldn't say menacingly, but certainly not in a friendly way. Do I know you? I would hope so. You took my suit. Do I know you? Uh, this? Wait. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. There must be some misunderstanding. No, there's no misunderstanding. My cousin from Italy custom makes my suits. And he sent me this suit. Look, and she gets to you finally and opens one of the lapels and you see adrian stitched in it is your name adrian no i okay i apologize i well i I don't have anything to change into but i can take this off right away I, i was trying to find something to wear i thought the room said wardrobe i'm not extremely proficient in spanish Oh, I I see what you mean. Yes, of course. Um, It can be a little confusing for um, outsiders. Um, You know, keep it as my gift to you. Well, thank you. I will say you have amazing taste. This is very nice. It is very nice. And in fact, here, um, here's my cousin's card. And she hands you this like really crisp, black card with a gold embossed writing on it oh this card is fancy too oh yes so i you know i'm i'm so sorry i apologize my boss is making a big commotion everybody was chasing him a minute ago he's 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 just been drinking and i i don't he ran out the hospital he's him and and margarita have a thing it's a big to-do, but I apologize. He will make it right. I will ensure that he makes it right and make sure that any commotion or problems are fully covered. He's loaded, so no worries there. I understand. Um, what's your name? Oh, I'm Grant. Grant Langston. And I extend my Grant hand. Grant Langston, it's wonderful to meet you. You can call me Adrian. Um, I, you can find me pretty much uh, anytime here at the hospital. It's uh, not only my job, but also my life's work. So um, please be free to uh, call upon me as needed. I understand that you might be associated with the production that just wrapped here uh, a few weeks ago. So that's very exciting, but I'll, I'll let you go on your way. But I would just ask that you and your friends, please, um, please do better to respect the, uh, the grounds and 
you know. And she motions to broken things and splatters of blood and all sorts of things that are just lying about. Yes, uh, I I will make sure that everything is is good from here on out. Um, they did take one of our friends, uh, Miss Cooper, back somewhere, and I'm afraid she had taken something that didn't quite agree with her, so she was a little upset. She also lost a pet that was very dear to her. I see. Well, I will be sure to check on her, and if she is having some sort of hysterical episode, I'll uh, take care of that. But um, it doesn't look like you're injured, Mr. Langston. Perhaps you can... No. Um, um, and then um, Miss Lilith and I were going to go get our associate. She's waiting for us in the cafeteria, and then... We can depart if if that's what you'd like. That that would be wonderful. Thank you. No problem. And uh, she turns around and she leaves in the same direction that one uh, nurse, aka Ben Stonic, uh, walked out of with uh, with Gladys Cooper. What do you and Lilith do next? I visibly relax. Oh, you did great, okay, Lily. Let's <laughs> let's go to the cafeteria and um, yeah, let's just go to the cafeteria. Yeah, hopefully we'll be able to intercept. Um, if anyone comes, I'll t- I'll talk to him next time. Yeah, we head to the cafeteria. Okay, yeah, you get to the cafeteria, no problem, no big deal. <laughs> Let me know what you do. Is the angel there? Yes. Okay. Guess we go up to her, them? Mm-hmm. Um, it's okay, I'm trying to figure out what her name is, too. No, um, <laughs> we... She took over that nurse yeah yeah what's her name it's not helpful if we don't know her name was it the nurse or the receptionist uh the receptionist receptionist, you're right that horrible receptionist hmm hmm well you know what we're just gonna i don't remember if we gave her name did we great we'll go with we never gave her a name perfect (laughs) okay sure we didn't if we okay. did, it's gone. It's that was a fake name. Fake name. Yeah. Fake lady. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, so you walk up to her and she turns around and says, What? We. So uh, we've located Miss Cooper. She is um, being held by the hospital, but. Uh, we have a friend working to release her here shortly. Who's Miss Cooper? The reporter lady that you wanted us to bring down here? Oh, she's been detained, you mean? Yes, she caused a scene. You let her cause a scene? 
she took some sort of drug and um, was a little out of it. I gesture with my hand to my head in a circular motion. The angel puts her hand and cups your face, Grant, and you can feel the uh, sharp nails kind of like digging into the back of your neck. You let her take drugs. Uh. How will she be a worthy sacrifice if her body is unpure? I apologize. I clearly didn't think about that. Um, she had been injured by um, another member of the of of the actors from the the film set. So um, I think she was just trying to feel okay. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, we were trying to get her here when we were stopped by the hospital, um, the person in charge of the hospital. That that sounds like a fast talk to me. Why don't you roll a fast talk? I mean, well, that's accurate. <laughs> Ten out of five. I'll use five points of luck. Good. That's great. You're new. I understand that you are new. So why don't you and Lilith go on a different errand for me and I'll take care of this, um, Cooper? Certainly. Lilith. Yes. You and this, um... Acolyte, you're in charge of him now. Do you understand? Any horrific things that happen to him will also happen to you. Of course. Yes, that makes perfect sense. Yes, and mistakes will no longer be tolerated. Are we clear? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, of course. I want you to track down where the statues are. You've lost them once and now once again. It seems you're unable to keep your hands on our most holy relics. They are slippery and I shall glue them to my fingers next time. Yes. Bring them to me or let me find you dead. One or the other. I shall kill myself if I don't find them. Oh, nothing would make me happier. I mean, of course, for you to find them, dear sister. Right, 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 right. Yeah, you totally. are not a disappointment to me at all. You are <laughs> beloved to me. Go it find means so much. Okay, um, yes, we shall go and um, not fail this time. Wonderful. Again, no mistakes, uh-huh. 100%. Do you have any questions for me? I feel like I should. Uh, miss, if I may? Yes. If, let's say, that somebody else is in possession or has um, absconded with the statues what should we do well determine whether or not that person would be an acceptable sacrifice for our ritual 
obtain them, and perhaps Miss Cooper may live to see another day. Understood. If they're not worthy, don't worry, I'll bring Miss Cooper along. And just for my clarification, worthy, uh, are we looking more for like pure of spirit or are we looking for no drugs? Uh, like beauty in appearance? Untainted blood. Because. Got it. Okay. Be well. And she walks away from you. Grant, wow, you handled that masterfully. Yeah, uh, well, um, hopefully nothing bad will be delivered to me on your account either. Because right. I covered for you. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, you know, it, uh, Lilith pulls out five dollars and gives it to grant um your um i saw jj give some money to you once and you're just a, a fine gentleman and i do thank you so much um for being a sacrifice and for covering for me so you know what i shall ensure that nothing bad happens to you thank you and i take the money and put it in my pocket it's like five dollars and some change is it in a coin purse it absolutely is yay <laughs> i try to be really stealthy when i jingle it a little bit <laughs> I stick it in my pocket. don't spend all that pocket money in one place <laughs> well um the last i saw the statues were well was it back at the trailer I don't even remember. That was like five episodes ago. What? Is that some sort of time measuring unit episodes? Oh, um, uh, I, I do believe um, that last I saw the statues. Oh, wait, no, we used them for Margarita's seance in the chapel. Let's go back to the chapel. Not chapel. No, What's the wasn't wasn't that the thing that Margarita put in the car? Yes. Because she threw them out of the window and that's I heard that and and went and helped her. Yes. And then she went crazy on me. Okay. Linda we should go back to the car. Well where would they take a car after an accident? Oh god. Uh the pound? The, um, a mechanic. JJ. JJ, you uh, are in the back seat of the car that Rudy is driving to the, uh, the local dump, so to speak, uh, wherever one would take a, uh, an old vehicle that would never be driven again. Uh, maybe like a metal recycling yard or something like that. All right, so you said that you saw 
uh, or you spoke with Antonio, or you saw Antonio coming this way, is that correct? Yeah, I saw him maybe just like 15, 20 minutes ago when I dropped him off there. Uh, now, I didn't go in, but, you know, uh, they they just uh, they opened up the gate for him and let him go on through. You know how it is. All right, well, we better get there. Uh, I don't want to, well, I want to make sure I catch him before he, uh, you know, gets to the car before we do. Uh, I think there's something important in there, and... Maybe that's why he's going there. Oh. All right. And you hear as Rudy kind of steps on the gas and gets you there uh, as quick as he can. Quick and safe. Uh, so he pulls up to this uh, this kind of like yard, which has a lot of like razor or not razor wire. Um, What's that fucking stuff called? Barbed wire? Barbed wire. Um, all around. Um, it's a lower fence, but um, there's a gate there that you can just go through as well. So, all right. Uh, you, you don't need me here, do you? Oh, well, of course I do. Uh, you're, you're Rudy. You're my man. Uh, I figured you'd just come in with me and uh, help me. Oh yeah, Fine sure. Antonio. No thing, no, no, no trouble, boss. Uh, it's just that sometimes you don't want me uh, fiddling around in your personal affairs, and I do not mean to. Uh, to uh... yes, sir, I'll go with you. Oh, Rudy, I, I'm sorry. I, I get a feeling that you. Uh, I, I don't know. Maybe I don't include you enough. I'm, I'm so sorry that you feel that way, Rudy. You're my man. You've been with me for years. You're my cigarette roller. What am I going to do without you? How am I going to smoke? And he hands you a cigarette. See, that's what I'm talking about, Rudy. Well, hey, I say we get in there and we find this Antonio. I feel like he's up to no good. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, of course. Uh, now, I will say that he did seem uh, pretty good. I mean, he had adopted a little kitten and whatnot. So, uh, you know, overall, seemed like an all right guy to me. Wait, did you say he adopted a kitten? Uh, yes, sir. Now, at this point, do I recall anything about what happened within the the chapel of the hospital or anything else involving a kitten? Or is that just kind of extra knowledge to me right now? Other than Margarita's quip of, you kitten me? And I also don't have any of the information in regards to, like, the werewolf connection, I think, that the other That's characters right, might be not. piecing together as well, because I don't think I was in the room. You know what? Roll me a knowledge occult. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, 26 out of a 40. All right. Okay. So you can... Uh, when when Rudy talks about having adopted a kitten, your vision goes just red, kind of a blood deep dark red. And it's almost like you can feel um, that your eyes are getting cloudy and sort of like when you blink, you're blinking through blood. And so you're remembering this... Um, this event that happened in the chapel 
And you remember seeing Margarita giving birth to something and Lilith being there as a kind of a, uh, a doula or, you know, someone helping deliver this baby. And the next thing you remember, you don't remember anything coming out of Margarita, but you remember seeing this kind of terrifying and yet beautiful woman taking this animal of some sort. You could see the wet fur and kind of just the the birthing viscera over it. And you watched as she took a huge bite out of its belly and you saw the blood and, you know, all of the other, you know, gross stuff that kind of pulled away and some of the sinew that uh, stuck between her teeth as she ripped it out and she began chewing and swallowing. And the next thing you remember is a small kitten's head as it was just sort of laying down beside you. You blink a couple times more and you can feel something like on your face. Uh, it almost feels like you're crying. I go to wipe away whatever this liquid is. Am I crying? You are crying. Is it tears or is it blood? It's tears. Rudy, uh, I, I think it's important that we find Antonio and get that kitten. There's something more going on here. And, uh, I just, we got to find him. Yes, sir. Uh, let me just uh, get my old trusty out. And he opens up the the trunk of the vehicle and he brings out a shotgun. All right, Rudy, that's my man. Let's get down to hunting Antonio. Yeah, you know what I always say is that in a bad situation, the best thing to do is introduce a gun into the equation. So... You know, that's that's definitely a saying. That's that's absolutely true. Let's uh let's just be careful though. You know, maybe just point that forward and uh yeah. nowhere near me. Sir, I I was uh born and raised making shotguns and doing shotgun stuff and uh, of course I would uh never point a shotgun at m- at my boss, you know, don't shoot the hand that feeds you and whatnot. Well, that that is no lifestyle for a child, but hey, it's okay. Let's uh, let's make our way in. Roll psychology. Oh boy, that is a zero zero one. That is like the best roll I could ever have. That's a I, that is. A I feel like success. I know Rudy inside. <laughs> uh yeah. When you say that little that quip about that's no way to raise a child um you see rudy kind of like shudder a little bit and then his eyes kind of like get this hurt but also angry look as he kind of darts them toward you and then he shakes again and um kind of regains his composure but what you said really struck him in such a way well rudy uh i you know you've been with me a long time and uh you know i think you definitely are 
deserving of a raise. You know, I think I don't appreciate you enough and everything that you do for me and, you know, possibly what you've been through. So let's, uh, let's go take care of this and, uh, maybe we'll have some whiskey afterwards and we'll talk. Yeah, that sounds good. With your really intense psychology role, your critical success, I am going to remove your sanity negatives, I guess you could say, for the rest of uh, of the episode and going forward, I suppose. Um, so you just kind of like understand that like, whoa, I wasn't acting like myself and mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. So not only do you understand Rudy much better, but you understand oneself as well. Um, you guys are walking through this um, pretty pretty large like as far as acreage goes um area it's pretty dusty there there is a lot of like uh scrubby trees and bushes and stuff and in between all of them are vehicles that have clearly caught fire have been in wrecks and are not going to be able to be uh repaired there's also some really old uh modes of transportation some old city buses uh things like that too Roll me anything you want, but probably a track to see if you can find um, Antonio. All right. I am hot tonight. 23, but my track is zero. So it says 10%. What does that mean? So it's at a 10. Okay. So then it'll only take me 13 points of luck to be able to make that a success. And I have 52. That brings me down to 39. Okay. You eventually see, you know, you kind of like get to a point where you're seeing uh, some boot tracks and you can follow those until you see um, Antonio and he is looking around at the different cars and he seems to be like peeking into each of them to kind of see what's going on. Now, if I recall correctly, was the car that was wrecked one of my cars that Grant took? Yes, it was. Do I recognize any of these cars to be one of my cars? You do see that at the very end of this line of vehicles is your vehicle, but Antonio may not know exactly what he's looking for. Okay. And would it be like unheard of for me to be able to get to the car before Antonio notices? Like, is he preoccupied enough to where I think me and Rudy can kind of sneak over there? Or would, is it just like a very open area and it, that would be very hard to do? No, I mean, there's lots of vehicles you could like try and go around. I mean, you could throw a rock in another area and kind of spook him. I don't know. All right, Rudy. Uh, I think I know where the car is and Antonio's not nearby it. I think I'm going to ask you to maybe distract him and uh, I will sneak over to the car and uh, get what we're looking for. How's that sound? Yeah, boss, that sounds all right to me. All right. Now I'm going to duck behind these cars over here and you engage him in a conversation like uh, 
you forgot something or you need him to pay you for the ride over here and he never paid you or something. Did he did he pay you for the ride over here? Here, why don't you take my old uh my old sidekick here and he hands you the uh the shotgun. You can put that in your inventory. All right. And uh, you know, I'll uh I'll go I'll go engage in what you call conversation. And uh I'll 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 catch you at the entrance there, boss. Sounds great, Rudy. I'll see you on the other side. All right. The fuck? Why'd you say it like that? Yeah, that was ominous. That was very ominous. I'm sorry. I'm Texan. I say things in weird ways. Hey, Antonio! <laughs> and you hear as Rudy, like, walks off toward Antonio. Uh, Gladys. Gladys, the last thing you remember, you were being tied down to a bed and your eyes got really, really heavy and you are now waking up. I look around and try to figure out where I am. You are definitely in a hospital room. You kind of understand that that's probably where you would have been anyways. And in the corner, you see Adrian sitting with her legs crossed um, and just waiting for you to wake up. And do I still feel any of the effects from the drugs or do I feel clear headed? Um, As you kind of like, get your bearings about you you can feel a little bit of pain in your hand and you can lift up your hand to see that you do have an iv which is probably um helped get rid of some of that stuff that was in your system oh uh adrian my my goodness what oh what happened well, Miss Glad, well, that's not the voice of Adrian. <laughs> I ran into your friends, um, and they said that you were in some sort of distress. So I've come here to see if I can offer anything that you might need. And oh, that- to watch over you, of course. Oh, that- that's so kind of you. You're such a doll. Uh... Yeah, I, I got hit in the face. Uh, uh, have the, the doctors been in to, to look at it? Oh, yes. Um, you see, you, you have uh, quite a scratch over your eye. Um, but that's all been taken care of. So you might have a tiny scar, but nothing to, oh. to worry about. It's all right. Those, those eye scars are sexy, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, wonderful. Ah. Uh, Goodness, you're so kind to, to see to me yourself. Um, I, I hope I haven't been a bother. I, I, I the things were, were really not going well, and my my kitten was stolen, and someone stole a kitten from you. Yes, I, I was um. Oh well, the the same same man who attacked me and gave me this uh, sexy scar, uh, Antonio. Antonio. Well, I've never heard of him. Um, well, he sounds like a dreadful human being. Um, oh yeah, 
He steals kittens, so apparently so. He's he's an actor. Oh, what can you do? There is nothing more loathsome than an actor. Yeah, well, apparently so. Um. Anyway, uh, gosh, I I would like to get out of here and and see if I can find him and get my kitten back. Yes, well, um, if you feel like you're good to leave, um, I suppose um, you can go. Um, I I just have to have one of the doctors discharge you. Um, oh, of course. Give me just a yeah. second. I'm going to have someone go fetch him. Oh, thank you so much. And you watch as Adrian stands up and taps her fingers on the little side table, walks over to the door and does this weird, like, little whistle, like. <whistles> Soon after, you hear someone running down the hallway, just like click, 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 click in little heels. Uh, yes, Miss Adrian, how can I help you? I would like you to take care of, um, Miss Cooper here. Uh, she's a good friend, and I understand that you've received a telegraph for her, so, um, please be sure that all of her needs are met, and, um, if she needs any assistance over the next few days, um, please provide her with, um, the treatment that she deserves. Oh, of course, yes. Um, I'm always very happy and delighted to be of service. And the lady, like, kind of swoops back her hair again and kind of redoes it in this messy bun that's kind of low and at the back. Not very stylish at all. And you watch as this woman um, rounds the corner and she's in a long kind of a jumper, almost like a mechanics type uh, zipper type thing, maybe an aviator's outfit of some sort. And she says, um, yes, of course, um, Mrs. Cooper, is it? Uh, uh, it's Miss, Miss Cooper. Miss uh -huh. Cooper. Yeah, I'm not married. Um, uh, are, are you a a doctor? Do you, do you always respond to No, of course not. I whistles? don't I, No, I I don't practice medicine whatsoever. I would never. Um no, uh uh, uh they call me they call me Nighthawk for the most part. See, I'm uh I, I was a scout back in the day and then uh you know, I'm training to become a pilot, you know. So, um but anyways, uh, I heard over the radio that some Miss Cooper there's someone coming to see you. So, um, oh. I, I wanted to know if you could take me or, uh, <laughs> sorry, I could take you to the airport and, um, w we could catch up with your friend. Oh, uh, well, goodness, that's, that's so helpful of you. Uh, do you know who it is? Uh, his name is Daniel. Do I know who that is? You don't. You don't know who that is. Okay. Uh, I, I, I'm not. I'm not certain who that is. Uh, are you sure the message was for me? Uh, yeah, it was specifically addressed to Miss Cooper. Uh, here it is, and she pulls out this uh this little notepad thing, and there's typewriter stuff on it, and um, you see just like sending Daniel to one Miss Gladys Cooper dash Elliot. 
hawk. Oh, oh, thank, thank heavens. That's, that's from my boss, <laughs> Elliot. Uh, so th- this is good news. Um, now, now listen, there's, there's also something very important I need to do. I need to track down, um, an Antonio. Uh, do, do we know what time this Daniel's going to arrive? Do we have some time before, or should we get him first and then... Oh, well, I don't really know what you're talking about, so uh, we could definitely do both, but I kind of think that you should probably do the thing that might be most expensive first, which is going to the airport. Ah, that's that's very wise. You have a a mind for accounting, I see. Okay, anyway, well... Nighthawk just shakes their head like, I do not. <laughs> well, I will I will take your advice since you're being so kind to take me there. And uh, uh, once I meet up with Daniel, perhaps he can help me uh, track down Antonio. It is part of this big, big story I'm writing, you see. So it'll be pertinent to him as well. Oh, gotcha. Okay, well, I'm going to change out of clothes because as you can see, I'm just in a... Uh, well, uh, you caught me in between dressing, <laughs> so um, I'm just gonna put on my socks and boots, and uh, we'll be we'll be good oh. to, good good to go. Uh, so if you could just turn around, and I'll um oh I'll put on course. my boots. I'll, I'll turn around. You turn around. You wait there for like thirty seconds, and then uh, Nighthawk says, "All right, so um, I guess we can uh, head on out." Uh, sure. Of course. Am I still in my clothes? Or am I in a hospital gown? Oh, you're in a hospital gown, ma'am. Okay. Have Have you perhaps seen my clothes around here? Maybe I can change as well. Oh, um, no. But I guess I could go look for it. I've been assigned to give you uh, the, 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 the VIP treatment, so I guess I could be running for clothes now. Oh, oh, just, uh, if you don't mind, real quick, I don't think Daniel would like to meet me in a hospital gown. Okay. And so the the lady, like, kind of slumps over and walks out. <laughs> and you can tell now that, like, well, actually, roll psychology for me. Oh. <laughs> Uh, 14 out of 45, which is hard success. Great. You can tell that Nighthawk is A, not a woman, B, not a man, C, not an adult. So this person is, um, all over the place. You don't quite know what their identity is is but you do know that they are not an adult that is for damn sure and were they offering to drive me to the airport or fly me there or that did was I... not specified okay okay so, should have asked that question earlier well, yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you wait a couple minutes and um basically Nighthawk comes in and brings you your clothes. Oh, thank you so much. Um, now, you said it's, it's Nighthawk, like your uh, nickname, or? Yeah, it's my nickname, but it's basically what I go by, so uh, don't even worry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I okay. I prefer to be called Nighthawk. That is okay. my name. 
Very good. Now, it, now if you wouldn't mind turning around, I'll I'll change my clothes and uh Yeah, of course. I'm just going to go into the closet actually. Oh. Okay, what whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. And, and you watch as Nighthawk, like, they never stop and turn around. They walk backwards, open this little closet door, and just take one step back and then close the door. Um, as I'm changing my clothes, I'm going to keep talking at Nighthawk. Um, and I'll say, now, now, how are you going to get me to the airport? Uh, were you going to hire a cab for us? Yeah, I thought that would be a good idea. Oh, that's that's excellent. Thank you very much. You, you must be from around here. Familiar with the area, or I am familiar with the area. Are okay, you excellent. Done? Uh, yes, yes, I'm decent. The door opens. <laughs> that was so hot in there. I'm uh, I'm dreadfully sorry. <laughs> you you could have just turned around. Huh? Anyway, shall shall we go? I don't want to keep this Daniel waiting. Okay. Excellent. Lead lead the way to the cab. Um, Nighthawk leads you, and on the way out, they grab a really big duffel bag. It's like probably a good, you know, like half of their body, um, and it's got like it's pretty clangy in there, but uh, they are holding it and whatnot so do, do you need a hand with that that's uh, is that your uh is it a tent maybe <laughs> sounds like some camping gear this is my dad's bag so no i don't need any help i'm basically big enough to do it on my own oh uh, i meant no offense i'm sure you're perfectly capable yep well, well done. Um, let's continue on. Okay, bye. But bye. He runs down the hallway and leaves you there, and probably a thirty-second walk down to where he's at, or you know where he turned. Uh, he's like, "Are you coming? Because the cab is waiting for us." Oh yes, of course. You just said bye. I wasn't sure. <laughs> I was on my own. Or... Hey, let's go. They open the cab door for you and slide in and give directions to the airport uh, dude. And did Nighthawk get into the cab as well? Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. Lilith and Grant. You watch as Gladys hops into a cab and there's another one right behind you. So you can, or right behind hers. So you can basically just hop right in and uh, get the next cab behind her. Um, uh, Grant, maybe she knows where to go. Perhaps we should follow her. Uh, You, you know, to be frank... I don't think we need to worry about her anymore. Oh. Well, I guess then we could go to where the broke cars live. The mechanics? I don't know. We don't have a lot of cars at the cathedral. I don't know. Maybe the, the driver would know. Oh. 
We, uh, I, I step out and get into the cab. Okay. Um, my good sir, if someone were to wreck their car, where would that be taken? Mm, that would be taken to the junkyard, of course. Well, then there is where we shall go. You're going to the junkyard, sister. Yes. I shall take you there. No fee, of course. Oh, well, thank you. What about this, uh, this charming lad, Grant? Is he carrying your things? He's my escort. Of course, sister. You can ride in the cab for free. Yes. And she he takes you to the junkyard. Indeed. Yes. Um, yeah, you get out there and you see Rudy and Antonio chatting and they're walking toward the entrance of the junkyard. Do you, do you think he has them on him now or should we go back and find the car? Why would Rudy be here? I don't know. Maybe he's in cahoots. Uh, I doubt it. No. Rudy seems like a good fella. He has been very helpful the few times I've interacted with him. The cabbie steps out of the vehicle and opens the door for Sister Lilith. I get out. I also step out of the vehicle. Great, let me know what you do. Could we go off to the side? Sure. So that we're not, like, right there. Should we... Should we try to listen to them? Should we confront them? Should we sneak about? Well, I mean, if Rudy doesn't leave, we have a ride, so... That's true. Oh, yes, I guess the cabbie is just going to leave us here, won't he? Shit. The cab driver drives away. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> you did that to yourself. <laughs> so true. Uh, I would like to roll stealth and get a little closer to see if any of them are carrying anything. Okay. Uh, roll stealth. It's 46 out of 65. Not bad. Okay. Um, yeah, you see that Antonio is carrying a basket. Like a basket. I, I was gonna, I was gonna like expand on it, but then I was like, there's nothing else to say. Does it seem to be supporting like a lot of weight or is it light? Um, he's holding it very close to his body. So it's like hooked onto his forearm and is being supported underneath. So you don't know that it's necessarily heavy, but he's certainly keeping it close to his body. I would like to wait until Antonio is facing away from me and then kind of jump up and gesture to Rudy and then duck back down. What are you going to gesture? I'm just going to wave to him so that he sees me. Okay. Let me get out my goddamn dice to roll a spot hidden. 
Um, yeah, so Antonio doesn't really turn around, so to speak, uh, but you do get out of his line of sight several times um, as they pass, you know, bigger vehicles and stuff, and Rudy stays in your line of sight. Okay. Um, since Rudy, I mean, does Rudy see me? Though? Oh, no, he rolled a 93 on spot hidden oh, so no i mean unless you were going to make yourself very very obvious he's not going to see your stealthy moves okay i'm going to go back to lil okay i i think sister if you go it would be much more disarming than if i suddenly showed up okay I'll go try to find the car, and you can see if he has it. Okay, perfect. Which car? I'll keep an eye on you. If he has it, then, I don't know, I'll sneak up on him. Should... Which car are you looking for? The one I wrecked. Okay, great. Okay. All right, Lilith. Um, I, I guess she walks out from, like... The entrance where I guess a, a cab would drop them off. Sure, sure. Um, and walks up just right to them, um, or right, right towards them, I guess. And, uh, says, Oh, well, fancy seeing you here. You're one of those fellows that works with, um, JJ, correct? Yes, ma'am. I am an actor in the most recent film. Um, are you lost, sister? Can I be of service to you? Oh, no, I'm so sorry. I didn't recognize you. I was, I was talking to the other fellow there. Um, is it Rudy? Rudy, they call you? Yes, ma'am. Uh, that is my name. I, I, I reckon that we've run into each other a time or two. Uh, you have just been helpful on more than one occasion. That's what they call me, uh, Mr. Helpful. Um, now, I'm sorry, sir. Who are you? Well, I'm Rudy, and this is my friend Antonio. Oh, what are you guys doing out here? So well, odd. Uh, Antonio, you're 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 much better at telling this uh this uh freakish story than I am. Why don't you tell Miss Lil what's going on? In fact, uh, that's probably a good idea. Getting the getting the Lord on your side, you know. True. Uh, considering you've got some problems with uh, what you call them, brouhaha's. No, oh. sir. I ain't got no. I ain't got no experience with that. So why don't you go on and tell her about it? Yes, ma'am. Of course. Um, as you see, <laughs> I am. Um, I I am in trouble with uh, a local witch. Um, I seem to be overcome with some sort of evil spell. Um, uh, I don't. I don't know what to do. But, um, well, what can I say? She, she told me to bring her the blood of my firstborn, and so I'm doing that. Um, there's some sort of sacrifice that she wishes to make. I'm, I'm so sorry, sir. I had something I was just going to say, and then you finished your sentence, and it zipped right out. That's now, okay. You came to the dump to get your firstborn? Well, no, actually. I was coming here to see if, um, 
if Miss Margarita had left anything of value uh, that I could find that maybe this witch might take instead of my firstborn. So I didn't find anything, though. Hmm. Nothing? Was everything no. thrown from the car? I could have sworn that Margarita had like a, a small gold locket or something with her. I couldn't even find the car, miss. I'm sorry. Oh. No, I, I am sorry. Well, okay. What if, you know, they always do say in times of darkness, Christ will shine his light on you. Um, now are you free from any mind altering substances right now? Um, yes, I, I, I am free of mind-altering substances. I, I don't know what you mean. Ma'am, I don't smoke or drink or uh, d do anything uh, ungodly. That's perfect. Okay. Well, I think that it was, in fact, God's will that we run into each other. Um, we have a Mother Supreme coming from another um, chapel, cathedral who is nunnery convent really that's the word yes and um she has been actually traveling through eastern europe <gasps> studying witchcraft you don't say that's amazing there's a lot of the orthodoxy who uh they introduce it into the religion there and you know the church gets you know, we get in a big hubbub whenever they do stuff like that so she went right over there to set them straight but she did say that she learned a few things in the meantime and i just wonder if perhaps i wasn't put in your path to bring you to her so that she might be able to help you yes yes that sounds wonderful if it means that i don't have to to meet this witch again, you know, you go in for a simple tarot card reading, and then the next thing you know, uh, you're cursed. So, exactly. Oh. That's why you never dance with the devil's tarot cards. Yes, of course not. Uh, that was, I, I thought that it would be a bit of fun, and uh, it was. And now you see not. where I've landed you. One yes. bit of fun, and you've got no firstborn anymore. Yes, ma'am. You're right. But God will set you back on the right path. Yes, sister. Thank you. You're, you are truly correct in that this must be a preordained meeting. The two of us were destined to be here together. Thank you it so, so much. True. Uh, um, well, Rudy, could you, could you take us to, take us, take us back? Well, perhaps we'll walk. Uh, to where? Uh, you know, I, I am always of service to you, Miss Lilith, he says out loud, like hollering over his shoulder. <laughs> it would be a crime against God himself not to take you where you need to go. Um. Oh, shit, we can't go back without the Rudy, statues. why are you yelling over your shoulder like that? Oh, nothing. Yeah, no problem. Well, what if we just sat down and we prayed for a while? Let's prepare your soul. Sometimes it can be a treacherous process. Oh, uh, yes, ma'am. I, I, I'd be, I'd be, I'd be darn pleased to just sit down and pray. Uh, you know, my soul ain't in torture or nothing, but you know, uh, oh, you weren't talking to me. God, I was it. not. But you know, Rudy, you're just so enthusiastic. I think that there's enough of God's love for everyone. You know what I'm going to do, Miss Lilith? I'm going to go get in the car and I'll start it up or I won't, Perfect. depending on how I'm feeling. 
And, uh, you know, I'll just wait for y'all to, to do your religious, uh, things. And, uh, then I'll, I'll, I'll be back later. Uh, or I'll be waiting at the entrance. Perfect. That's so, you're so helpful, Rudy. That's what they call me. Rudy the Helpful Yelpel. Uh, (laughs) and he, he walks away and he's shaking his head at himself, just like, oh my God, what a (laughs) fucking disaster that was. Um, Miss Lilith, I, or, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Sister Lilith, this is so kind of you. Um, perhaps we could, um, walk to the, to the meadow over there. I, I saw it, you know, in the distance and we could pray there where it's yes. quiet. Yeah. Of course. It smells less like trash. Yes, of course. <laughs> yes. Um, no problem. Um, I'm, I'm sorry that you had to come out here and meet me like this and so forth and so on. And, um, JJ, you here as Lilith and Antonio pass you by, but you're still stealthed. I will wait until they are a good distance away. Try not to let them know I'm here. Yeah, of course. Um, they they go quite a distance away from you, um, and you are pretty much scot free to be able to search through the vehicle. Yeah, and I feel like once they're within, like, uh, out of earshot, I'll start looking. Um, I know exactly which car it is. I go beeline for it, and I start just kind of rifling around trying to find the statue. Okay. Um, it does not take you long because the uh, little bag and box that these statues were housed in has been burned to a crisp. So, excuse me, you see the statues and they are just lying in the, the rubble, the ash, rather. Is there anything around... Um... Or do I, I, I guess maybe I take my jacket off and like my suit jacket and I will use that to kind of like wrap the statue in okay. and kind of fold it up. You do this thing. You, you are in scrubs. Damn it, Grant. Ugh. Mike. <laughs> if only you had a custom Italian made no. suit you could wrap no, the statues hold in. Hold on. <laughs> I, I do want to point out something. When Ben Stodick came to me with scrubs, I put them over my PP clothing. So technically, I think I'm wearing scrubs <laughs> over my suit, which means I could take my scrubs off and wrap the statue in my scrubs, and I'm still only in my PP suit. Now I know why they were trying to lock you away. Yeah, um, roll luck. Roll luck? Okay. Uh, 54. Um, what does that mean? What do I have to roll? Luck. Uh, <laughs> my luck is 39. 39. Yeah, you're wearing scrubs. You don't even have underwear on, on underneath those. <laughs> Damn. So either I'm naked and wrapping a statue in clothing, or I just grab the statue, right? Those are my options. 
you could take off the shirt of your scrubs and oh, use that. Oh, they're like two separate yeah, pieces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. So I'll just go shirtless then. Yeah. Okay. And I will grab the statue. Statues. 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 Okay. Uh, as you do this, uh, you hear as a car, like a pretty loud car, drives up Grant. Yes. You see this really big truck, um, and there is the angel sitting in the passenger side. Um, she's just, you know, driving down the road, doesn't really see you. But if you wanted to flag her down, you certainly could. You know, to be honest, I'm not sure that I want to. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. I don't have anything yet, so nothing to report. Okay. So you let the angel pass you by the area where you have both the sacrifice and the statues. I mean, when you put it like that. I'm just asking. I mean, it's... Grant is so dutiful. I guess I would. I, Mike Lane, do not. That's like a bad idea. All right. So you flag down the angel and she directs the driver to pull over. She hops out. Hello, Grant. Yeah, I'm very surprised to see you here. Um, I believe Lilith is collecting a sacrifice for you right now. And I'm trying to track down the statues which we believe to be in the wreck of the car. This is wonderful news. I was just following Mrs. Cooper to the airport, so now I don't even have to make that arduous trip. <laughs> You're welcome, Steph. <laughs> Grant smiles, a beaming smile. <laughs> she waits for you to offer your arm to her so that she can... Uh, be led to wherever this uh, sacrifice is and it is getting dark as it dawns on me i will reach up and offer a hand down from the truck don't you mean as it dusks on you oh! <laughs> beautiful <laughs> beautiful um yeah so as it dusks on you uh, the angel walks down the steps and basically lets you lead her to wherever you're going to lead her. Uh, right this way. And I will head back to Lilith and yes. Antonio. Okay. We are just praying in that field. She's like, tell me all of your sins. She's got like a, a piece of lace holding it between them so that like she doesn't see him. <laughs> She's withholding or upholding the rituals of Catholicism. She learned them so that she could accurately portray of a course. nun. Of course. She's a method actor. She might convert after this. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Give me just a second. I've got to look something up real quick 
I was about to say, her grabbing a binder while she smiles no. cannot be good for us. <laughs> I think it's great. It's great news. I'm, I'm oh. just on my way to the airport. I'm feeling great. Oh, Nika. <laughs> she about to fly the fuck out of here. I feel like, Nika, you have not been playing this game long enough with V to understand the dire circumstances we are all in currently. I love it. It just means that shit's going to hit the fan and it's probably mm-hmm. going to be something very, I don't want to say spicy, but like spoopies? Spooky, scary? Spiky. <laughs> spiky, yes. Spiky. <laughs> uh, okay, so Grant, you walk past JJ, JJ, you watch as Grant walks by. Do you guys talk to one another? Well, okay, I have a question. Uh-huh. Do, do I feel like there's no reason why I would feel Grant is against me, right? Like, there has never been a point. Like, they try to stop the orderlies from capturing me. So I still feel like Grant is, like, one of my guys. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, Yeah, I shut the door before I said anything unbecoming. (laughs) And I've already found the statues. So... I think at this point, I'm going to do the same thing Grant tried to do with Rudy. Once the angel is not, like, within view of me and looking at me, I'm going to try to get Grant's attention and be like, hey, it's me, JJ, Grant. Because <laughs> like, I don't know any better, right? Like, yeah. Grant's my guy, right? All right, Mike, roll a spot hidden. Oh, God. 84 out of 45. Okay. All right. Uh, Yeah, so you don't see JJ as he's trying to give you the secret, hey, buddy, uh, (laughs) from the the corner there. And uh, you pass right by him. And JJ, you notice that Grant doesn't make eye contact with you. And that's kind of because he's looking up at this angel character. So quick question. I see this character as this angel and not as the front desk receptionist. Um, at this juncture, you see, that's an interesting thought. Let's just like a very imposing woman that he's following. That is very authoritative or do I actually see like a supernatural being? So you see someone that you've done quite a bit of research into. Um, The woman that you see before you does not look like an angel. She doesn't look like a demon and it doesn't look like the receptionist or anyone else. But she does look frighteningly familiar because she looks like Wilma Cartwright to you. Okay. Okay. So, so then I am familiar with this person. You are. Okay. Do you remember how and why you know this person? (sighs) Partially. Like, I almost want to, like, speak to you privately with everybody's headphones off just to clarify, but we can do that off episode. No, let's do do it now. Let's do it. Okay, okay. All right, everybody else, take off your... Okay, so, it, okay, I, I recall the backstory, and it, it, it is, is she directly my mother, or 
a cult leader that my mother was associated with or something along those lines. So she is your mother and the cult leader. Okay. And I have been estranged at some point and I have been trying to reconnect with her. So you were given up for adoption very, very early on. Um, Okay. So like day one of birth. So then I was originally the child of this person. Right. Yeah. And then when I went into the other realm with Steph's first character, that's who we ran into and released. That's right. Okay. And so you sacrificed Steph's original character to release your mother back into this realm. Now, what, what are my personal feelings towards my mother? Do I feel like I want to please her? Am I trying to support her? Am I indifferent? Do I have my own agenda? Like, what do you think my motivations are towards this creature or this supernatural being or my mother? So you've actually met with her like maybe 10 years before, but this was while she was in prison um, for essentially running a cult out of, you know, this California church. Um, and she and you had developed kind of a, an okay-ish relationship, um, but certainly not... Um, not like a loving relationship, but she did teach you, um, you know, some of your heritage and some of the things that, you know, she could teach you to do magically and, um, to unlock your, your birthright and your potential. Okay. Now that I've seen her in the flesh, do I feel like I want to interact with her and expose myself and present these statues to her? Or am I apprehensive? Like, do I have my own agenda and I, I'm trying to do something beside her, like not with her? I don't know that you have your own agenda. Okay, okay. So then there should be no reason why I wouldn't present myself to her and then present this... And especially, I guess, metagaming, now that I know Antonio can be a sacrifice, mm-hmm. as, as as being seen here, I could then be like, okay, now here is the statues, like, oh, we can all be together now, like, we're all a part of, a part of this. Yeah. Okay. And Lilith, you know, I was very confused with Lilith's um, agenda, but do from what I understand, like, do I feel like she has the same agenda as I do now that I realize we both are trying to support this angel creature? Mm, I'm not sure. Okay. 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 Thank you. Okay. So, JJ, what do you do? Um, Once Grant and this person passes me and I see them walk past me. I will actually start to walk after them, but I don't immediately alert them of my presence. Okay, well then roll stealth. That's a 57, and I don't think I have stealth, so 
Okay. <laughs> it's 20, Out of 20. Yeah. And I, I don't have the, I don't want to spend the luck points to make that happen. So yeah, I probably sure. stub my toe and trip or something. No problem. Um, Grant, you hear footfalls or footfall behind you. I'll reel around to look. I give Grant a sheepish smile. JJ, what are you doing here? Oh, well, uh, I've come and found what I've been looking for, and, uh, well, I think it's about time that we bring everybody back together. Oh, you have the statues. Oh, I'm so relieved. Well, yes, yes, I do, and, uh, I hope you have a sacrifice that's ready. As a matter of fact, I think Lilith does. Okay, this is great. Um, well, I, I guess we should all uh, come together then. Yes, son. It is glorious to be reunited with you. And she takes your hand as you kind of cradle the statues in your other arm. She takes Grant's hand and you walk up the hill toward the meadow where you see Lilith and Antonio as they are talking. And Lilith, you see out of the corner of your eye, these three people walking toward you with the statues in hand. My butthole unclenches just a little bit seeing the statues. (laughs) And I think we did it. (laughs) Oh, God. Perfect. I love it. I feel like everything that we've been doing together has led up to this moment, Grant. And I guess, Lilith. Don't worry, Grant. Money's coming. Well, that's good. I mean, you know, we've got time. I'm, I'm not worried. Well, just remember, the quickest way to double your money is to uh, fold it over and place it back in your pocket until more comes. So we just have to be a little bit more patient. You know, we have more important things that matter at hand, like the sacrifice and, of course, the great mother. So this um, sacrifice, is that like... um like a symbolic thing? Well, Grant, uh, it's more of a a literal thing. Um, you, you have to understand the mother, she requires, uh, you know, a sacrifice. And uh, as long as it's not myself, yourself, or, I mean, I guess Lilith as well, I think we're all in a good place. As she, as uh, JJ says this to you, you meet up with Lilith and um, Antonio looks all around and says, uh, well, <laughs> this, this is very strange. I'm so sorry. I, I didn't realize that we were going to have a, a group gathering, um, sister. Oh, no, uh, this is actually so wild. Um, this was the... A sister supreme, mother supreme that I mentioned, um, she also came here. Seems as though we were drawn to you. You're a very important individual. Um, the great mother 
places her hand on Antonio's shoulder and you watch as he just sort of freezes where he is and he drops the basket and you watch as this basket sort of tumbles down the hill a bit um, and just kind of lays on its side there and then she directs each of you to one of the cardinal directions and she stays in the north and Lilith to the south, JJ in the east, and Grant at the west. And you all are instructed to raise your hands up and roll power. As you are all, you know, lifting your power up and inward toward Antonio, you feel as the ground beneath you begins to rumble and there is this like momentary like oh no that seeps from uh the eyes of lilith as she remembers she forgot to share the oil with all of you to protect you from the creatures that are going to rise out of the ground and you watch as this red creature comes out of the earth and just scrapes out and pulls Antonio into the ground beneath you. At this point, Mika, if you want to share that oil, you sure, you sure shit better do love, it. I would love to just start, I guess, throwing it on everyone that I can. I anoint thee. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Hold on. <laughs> You do a little perfume spritz and walk through it. Yeah. <laughs> but as you watch as Wilma is just excited that the ritual has worked, that the creatures have come up to take the the sacrifice, the Farouk have come to take the sacrifice, the ground begins to break open. And Wilma, the great mother, looks to each of you and says, I told you, untainted blood. He said he was. Lilith, did you not make sure if he was pure of blood? That was your one responsibility. Can we go over the ways that we make sure? I thought it was just a verbal check. No drugs, no alcohol, no yeah. nothing tainting the blood. Why is the ground opening up? And he each of you watch as the ground tears around you and begins to pull you down into the circle. Uh, he was depressed, but I didn't think that did anything to the blood. You watch as Antonio crawls out of the middle of the circle covered in fur and claws and he starts you know rushing toward let me see who it's rushing toward I totally forgot (laughs) holy shit he starts rushing toward Grant and start swiping as hard and fast as he can. And the next thing you know, Grant, someone is like right on top of you, just 
pulling muscle away from your body and you hear this like hissing cat noise as your entrails are just spilled on the ground before you and the great mother backs up breaking the protection and the spell and looks to JJ and Lilith and says run fools run away fucking run I run I do not wait for another I run get the fuck out of here the three of you run away as Grant is taken apart limb by limb and chewed you can hear the bones breaking underneath Antonio's powerful jaws oh my god and that's where we're gonna call it Oh my god! We were so close to being unscathed. What if we did it right, though? Could you imagine? (laughs) I could not. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, Mike, I'm so sorry. Well, how was Grant supposed to know the demon was in the blood? Just saying. There was no way to know. This was. Yeah. Yeah. How do we know that it's tainted? (laughs) That seems like species. Maybe the werewolf is right, and we're as as the priestess. You were supposed to ask. Do you take drugs? Do you? I did. I did. did. Are you a werecat? I didn't ask that. (laughs) Yes, that's fair. But I should have maybe put it together whenever he was like, "This is my baby." And it was a kitten. Yeah, I did tell fair. you that he said he was a demon or something. Well, I mean, a lot of people say that they're like monsters and stuff, but that doesn't mean that like <laughs> they're <laughs> actually. <metaphorical>. Yeah. <laughs> he also said he was cursed by a witch. So. Oh, that's fair. I, well, that doesn't mean it's blood. Yeah, I just used that as the hook to get him. I didn't think about that as a reason to not get him. <laughs> That was great. I feel like celestial contracts should be clearer. Well, (laughs) fair. Is the basket okay? Is the kitten safe? Basket's fine. Kitten's safe. Well, I figure, yeah, like Antonio (laughs) is left over. That's Antonio's child, right? And we're all running. So Mm -hmm. JJ is like, fuck this shit. Like, he's gone. It's a shotgun. It's a shoddy, that guy. Cat. Like, I did. Oh, uh, silver bullets? Not that I would know that, but. Versus double up buck. I'm just saying. Well, I don't think that JJ had the shotgun either because no, he had. I thought Rudy. Grant handed it to him. Yeah, Rudy. Or, uh, Rudy, Rudy put it up it before him. he went to go talk to Antonio. But he had. He was carrying the statues. The statues. He probably took oh. it down. That's fair. That's fair. Oh. Okay. JJ's not the smartest. And not the bravest. He is no Edward. <laughs> yeah. No. But he's also not the deadest. That is fair. Oh, that's fair. That's so fair. <laughs> oh. <laughs> At least you don't have to pay Grant now. And, you know? yeah. <laughs> Problem solved. Yes. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, no. Rudy, you just got a raise. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everyone, thank you so much for another lovely uh, night. It has been such a great, uh, a great.
great time hanging out with the chat, hanging out with players. It's just been so wonderful. Um, so if you want to follow us, you can follow us on twitter.com at CAF podcast. And you can follow me at I think I'm Fred. I'm entrails flowing down a fruit hole. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. One gaming lane. <laughs> You can find me on uh, Nika underscore Howard. (laughs) And I'm at Starlit Firefly. And I'm at Typical Veronica. It has been a pleasure to play another Triskaidekaphobia with you. (laughs) Bye. 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 This episode was edited by Steph Kingston. You can find her on Twitter at Steph O. Kingston. This episode was produced by me, Veronica. The opening theme was composed by Rob Anderson. You can find him on Twitter at Hey, It's Birdie. Voiceover in the introduction was provided by Rick Lee. You can find him on Twitter at Rick underscore Lee. R-I-C underscore L-E-A. I remembered what I wanted to say. Guys. Yes. Okay. Sorry. So when I moved from Texas to North Carolina, um, we left a lot of things behind on accident, including our full collection of shot glasses. Um, <gasps> oh, yeah, really. And they had like all of our geekly, like our important oh, shot no. glasses, all of our geekly ones oh. and like stuff that we had collected over time. Um, But my mother got all of our shot glasses for us and kept them. And so um, I was over at her house kind of helping her out with a couple of things when I drove down to Texas. And I was like, hey. And she's like, yeah, I got all your shot glasses. Brent loves this one. He does shots out of it all the time. And it was my God of tits and wine shot glasses. And she's like, and he came in and he goes, what's the story? And I was like, well, (laughs) many years ago. And I told him the whole story. It was really funny. Uh, Yeah. And so she found my shot glasses. So very excited to have this back in her life. And weirdly, I have not really cleaned out my car since leaving. So that particular shot glass is in the console of my car. (laughs) <laughs> for emergency yeah. Yeah. an emergency when I might need to take some Dimetap or something yeah you never know when you're gonna yeah. be a sick child that's for a little bit of Pepto you know yeah. you're just gonna hand it over and be like alright officer take this and, and listen to this yeah. story <laughs> many people uh, that have heard our God of Tits and Wine story and how Sam and I met one another. Um, her like, you guys are fucking cool. And we're like, <laughs> we're not. <laughs> we're actually really not. So, but you are. I remember the first time I met Sam, he had a bottle of absinthe. Oh, boy. <laughs> it was so oh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. <laughs> 
Geekly Con Chicago. Oh my gosh. That was so long ago. Yeah.